I'm going to get this stuff in a minute. You don't need Go through each of the three sections. The first one, when you complete that section in prayer, you have your spiritual authority, walking in purpose, on purpose. The second section, if you're not familiar with the seven mountains of influence, take a little study in section two. Download, there's a presentation called Climbing And so at the end of the second session, you'll have an idea of what mountain you're assigned to or mountains based on the trials and the tribulations you're being trained for. You're not at risk. You're in training for reigning in school to rule. You know, you're just saying, Father, what lesson must I get from this trial that I'm going through? And just seeing it as a lesson. Father, so I can go to the next level. And then the third section, you know, go through that. And upon completion of that section, the idea is to walk in your marketplace authority. What is your marketplace authority? Go ahead and mute your phone so we don't get your feedback. You know, what? what is my marketplace authority? And um, if you walk in that authority, let me mute somebody here. Okay, so if you walk in that marketplace authority, you know, you're not running from the enemy. You've got your spiritual authority. Satan, get out of my way. You've got the mountain you're being trained to climb. The issues and the tribulations that you're growing through is not unto death, it's to training. 
Father, I will get an A. Oh, Lord, I got an F. Lord, okay, next time, because you will go around that mountain again. And, and I will get an A, Lord. Go ahead and mute your phone if you're just joining us so we don't get your feedback. Please mute your phone. Okay, I muted you. And so please mute your phone if you're just joining us so we don't get your feedback or I'll mute you. But please, you mute your phone because we're going to open up the lines here and hopefully I remember to unmute the folks that I just muted. But um, mute your phone. And uh, but completing these three sections, that's, that's a foundation. That is a foundation for going forward. Walking in purpose on purpose and spiritual authority. Understanding how world wealth flows through the seven mountains of cultural influence. Understanding the marketplace authority that you walk in, that you're declaring things. You're not taking anything from the enemy. And then all of this in the context of spiritual warfare and understanding the nature of spiritual warfare, that it's not your fight. You know, those weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. It's not your fight. You're being trained. You're being equipped for end-time ministry. You know, so that you can be positioned, that we can be positioned for God to flow supernatural wealth through us using your gift, your talent, your skill, the business that you have. You may know nothing about your business, but God does. You know, one person can change your life. One idea can change your life. One understanding, one piece of knowledge can totally change your life. You're a breath away a prayer away from just blowing up in whatever you're doing. But that's a spiritual door. You couldn't find it in the natural if you tried. It's a spiritual door that you come to. You may say, Rick, I've, I've maxed out. I've topped out. It's a spiritual door. The Lord told me one time, he says, Rick, you're looking for a natural door. It's a spiritual door. You can't look to the left. You can't look to the right. You can't get it through counsel. You get it through me. Ask. Ask what you will. Command ye my hand. This walk, I believe, that we are in right now, end-time ministry, this, now, the word's not coming to an end tomorrow, but it could, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your place, our place right now in this second, and seeking him for answers. And so when you go through the Get Here Town, you've got to write it down. It forms a contact, a contract. Whatever you write down is a contract. That becomes your manifesto going forward. When times get dark and you can't see your way, and they will, you read, you know, I'm walking in spiritual authority. Get out of my way, Satan. I'm walking in purpose on purpose. This is what I've been born to do. I'm climbing this mountain. Every place I place my foot, the enemy has to flee. I'm going through this train, the mountain of family, all these family issues. Okay, what's the lesson to learn from this, Lord? I'm going through this trial. Community, Father, what's the lesson that you're trying to teach me, to show me, Father? Church, Rick, I'm going through church issues all the time. Lord, what lesson must I get from this to go to the next level, Father? And tone, business, money, Lord, what must I overcome? Greed, Father, the spirit of murder and family. Lord, what must I, you start asking him and listening in your spirit and he'll, he'll show you, he'll tell you, he'll give you information. It may come from the word and it comes from a mule, <laughs> He's going to get you the information you ask. Write those questions in your composition notebook. Write those questions. Am I still on? Write, the, write those questions in your composition notebook and watch what happens and watch the information that comes and watch all the things that begin to, to evolve and unfold around you. In purpose, on purpose. Success. Don't settle for less. Biblical affirmation. 
I'm going to go through this real quick here. I'm surrounded and encompassed with the spirit of favor. Biblical affirmations. Goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. I'm not concerned about the middleman. Money flows from the heart of my father. I'm society's servant, anointed and appointed to prosper. I'm determined right now to take whatever actions necessary to crush the devil's wall of containment around my finances. God gives me power to get wealth and the violent take it by force. I walk in Holy Ghost power and exercise it freely and at will. I'm a paymaster, one that God has divinely appointed to flow supernatural wealth through. And God has aligned me with his divine flow of money. Every day, God gives me ideas to make money. It shows me how to execute his divine will. I generate more money than I need to support my current lifestyle. I walk by faith, not by sight. Nothing I see phases me at all. My eyes are on Jesus. I confidently talk to people. I'm totally transparent, looking for opportunity to testify a godly man or woman, husband or wife, father or mom. I attract and welcome complete success. I set goals and I reach them. Put it out there boldly. I can do anything. God has given me total favor and confidence with business people. God gives me supernatural wisdom and knowledge to excel in my business and home. I'm confident to easily get and close on business contracts. God sends them my way for their blessing. I know what I want, and I go for it with all commitment, determination, and desire. I have courage to ask for business because God has given me divine favor and power. This is the best time of my life because of the place God is moving me to. The business has allowed me to pay off all my debt. I'm debt-free. God has blessed me with several successful businesses and has taught me to effectively manage my time. The Lord uses me to to get his money to the earth. He creates a finance funnel flowing from heaven into his work. He flows money through me on God's vehicle. The blessings flow through me. In Christ is only victory. I'm invincible and cannot be stopped. It's impossible to defeat me. If God be for me, who can be against me? God has given me wisdom and confidence to move into any area, solve any problem, and take on any task. God has moved me out of the world's limited finite economic system. I will persist until I achieve. I will settle for no less than complete victory. I've made up my mind. Go ahead and mute your phone, please. Vine unmuted. I'll mute you. Vine muted. I've made up my mind that I will persist. I've broken containment. Listen to this. I've broken containment of my finances through giving. Where there's God's will, there's God's way. God sends provision with the vision. It's time for action. Possess the land. I have definiteness of purpose and a burning desire. I focus on results and then boldly take the actions to make it happen. My desire for success is stronger than any criticism. I don't receive it. I'm a confident, top performer, leader, and top expert in all areas. Companies I want, companies I call want to give me their business. It's their blessing. I'm whole in every way. I renounce my past and all negative thinking. I have courage to ask because it's my daddy. They have to obey him. He gives me power to get wealth. He gives me the treasures of darkness and the riches and secret places. The affirmations that you tell yourself yourself is the story about yourself that you believe. What story are you telling yourself? What story? 2023 will be a creation from your own imagination. What do you imagine about yourself? 
which story I actually do affirmations every day. And as a result, I believe them. <laughs> I believe them. But one of the things that I have found, and everybody on this call, you know, your obedience is your protection and your superpower. Your obedience is your protection and your superpower. Obedience to what God tells you to do. Your obedience to have faith in believing him. And that's what this ministry really is all about. A practical application of your purpose, of your calling, of the spiritual authority that will come against you because of who you are and whose you are. And you understanding how to fight in the spirit, but being driven by the vision that God has given you, that no devil from hell can turn you to the right nor the left but paying attention to the doors that open and to the doors that close. It's almost like being spiritually sensitive. Now, everybody on this call, this is iron sharpening iron. I'm not telling anybody anything that they don't already know. Being sensitive to what God is doing and paying attention to the doors that open and to the doors that close and to his divine timing. Isn't that something? I'm going to stop right there. Anybody have any comment or question to anything I've said thus far? Mine unmuted. Rick, my fifth note would just be, out of all the things you said, and you know how many notes I take, some things we just understand and certain things we don't understand. I remember back in my youth days, I used to recite the serenity prayer to give me enough courage, courage, courage to change those things that I can and fast forward to the end and grant me enough wisdom to accept those things that I can not change. God has truly anointed us with a discerning spirit. Like you said, if you're sitting at the red light, they, people look at me all the time and say, what's the matter with you? I felt something. <laughs> what is it? Do not try to explain something that's super spiritual or do not try to explain a miracle that you just witnessed to somebody if it doesn't make any sense to you. Because God is working in a realm that you have to spiritually feel. The faith coming from hearing. Yeah, that's why Brenda said when she first come on, when you're sitting at the red light, watch what you're booping to. What are you listening to? What kind of music are you putting in your ear? What are you feeding your spirit, and then in those quiet, did y'all hear that word? Quiet moments, that's when the whisper comes. That's when the whisper says, turn the light right here, even if your GPS says keep going. That's when you lock into my footsteps are ordered by God. And they always say, well, country boy, you wasn't there. I wasn't supposed to be. I'm never anywhere where I'm not supposed to be. You're late. No, I ain't. Because in order for anybody to be blessed, they must be at the right place at the right time. And the last one, Rick, I love it. My spirit turns somersaults. My heart turns somersaults in my chest every time I hear the word somebody mention, go beat. You're just a a well-minded. And then I would hear, your brother so hard-headed. And I see there are certain things that God will tell us to do. And when we talked about faith coming from, faith coming from, okay, what about seeing is believing? That's one of them humanistic, manly kind of things. That If you don't see it, you're not going to believe it. Then what if he has you walking down to that path, Rick, where you're talking about an uncharted assignment? And just because of your obedience, you witness a sweatless, what I call a sweatless victory. I got that from you, Rick. By doing what? Being at the right place at the right time. And God can use anybody he wants to use. Many are called and few are chosen. Close one more time. Obedience. Let it whisper and marinate in your spirit, you guys. When you're operating out of the spirit of obedience, it allows you to show up at the right time 
not just to help people, but to bless people because your obedience is the answer to somebody else's prayer. Stop right there, Rick. What do you do when obedience hits the door of fear? What do you do when obedience hits the door and knocks on the door of fear? Or fear knocks on the door of obedience. What do you do? What do you do when obedience and fear collide? Does obedience override fear? Does fear override obedience? Go ahead. You pray. (laughs) You pray. (laughs) You pray. And you know what, y'all? I just love y'all so much because y'all always, you know, contribute to my um, well-being, as it were. But I just want to say one thing. I, I, I'm, I'm a very diligent student of God's word. And I was studying about how um, the Jews or the Israelites, they were in, they were in Babylon. And uh, long story short, Almighty God told him, told his, his people to, to leave Babylon because he was going to destroy it and to to go that way, so to speak, and that he when they get where they were going, that it was going to be, I can't remember, a four- or six-day journey, but in any event, that they were to travel the path of holiness and that since it was a four- or six-day journey, that as long as they were on that path, they would be, you know, have a safe destination into Israel, Jerusalem, where they were to be on his house for him, that some of the Jews, you know, they 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 were in Babylon, and Babylon, of course, was great, and they some were reluctant to leave, you know, and go. Some, you know, they they were obedient. They was like, okay, we got time to go. But some had children that had been raised in Babylon, so they 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 had Babylonian ways and thinking and attitudes and whatnot. So they needed time to uh, adjust to the way that God would have them to think. So I thought it was very I thought that that was very interesting because fear can easily you know, dominate our our personage. But when God hmm. got his hand in it, when he got his hand in it, you 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 can walk, you know, fearlessly. You can't have your relationship with the creator and you can't have mine. Isn't that interesting? But he's available for everyone who wants to have that relationship. In fact, it says in God's word, James, I think, for a draw close to him and he'll draw close to you. Amen. So, Fear and faith oh, yeah. can't coexist. Mm-mm. Fear and so faith. How do you know God. when you fearful? <laughs> how do you know when you're walking in fear and how do you know when you're walking in faith? Because because God will let you know. That's why that relationship, that personal relationship, I ain't talking about religion. I'm talking about a personal relationship. Like I have with my super friends. Country and you and Bucka Brenda, you know? You know, you know who, who loves you and who don't. Fear and faith can't coexist. You have to overcome fear in order to get what God has for you. What God has for you is on the other side of the thing that you fear. And sometimes you have to just suck it up and just, Lord. But like you're saying, it takes prayer to be fortified and prayer to go through whatever it is. And to have a confidence that it is God who is strengthening you and directing you and to whom you're being obedient to, that you can't let him down. 
You know, it's almost like I can't let you down, Lord. I know this is you. But like you're saying, it takes a relationship. It takes a relationship to know that this is a directive, that this is a directive from the from the heavenly throne of what you must do. And see, and that's why it's so important to ask questions and to write down and to seek answers, seek and you will find, and to ask him, well, Lord, is this you? You know, would you have me to go through this? Is it, what, where am I at? What would you have me learn from this? I'm willing to go through, but what, what is it that I'm to learn in this experience? Lord, I'll, I'll, whatever you want me to do, I will do. If I need to walk through the fire, I will walk through the fire, Lord. If I need to walk on water, just, just support me, and I'll walk on water. But you have to know, and like you're saying, Robin, that comes through a relationship. Faith overrides fear. We're praying. If we're getting information, you know, if we're asking questions, you know, God won't let you just be out there. You know, in no man's land. And when we're asking him, he's not going to give us a stone. <clears throat> we're asking, he will give you a fish. He will give you what you need during this time, during this trial. If you ask him, if you seek him, Lord, if you hold on to him like Jacob, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. Father, I'm not letting you go until you give me an answer. I need an answer, Lord. I need the peace of God if the ministering spirits need to come and just minister to me. Father, I need it right now. Lord, you know before I even ask. And he's like, he's just watching. <laughs> he knows he got you. He's just watching. <clears throat> and his ministry angels will come, and they'll minister to you, and they'll strengthen, and he'll give you a word. Whatever you seek, if you seek fear, fear will come. If you seek faith, faith will come. You know, what's amazing about that is that we actually are in a commanding position. And sometimes a lot of folks don't recognize that you're actually a commander in the kingdom, you know, playing like a private, right? And you actually can command things. Your life will always follow your most, most, most dominant thought, your most dominant command. If it's fear, your life will follow the path of fear. Brenda was mentioning when she started the call that uh, that we win. We always win. Brenda and I, we always win. And, uh, and that's a declaration. We win contests. We win if there's, like, we go to, <laughs> we're in the travel business. <clears throat> so we'll go to these different travel events. Australia, Jamaica, where they're teaching us about whatever. And they'll have drawings. We always win drawings. We always win. They had one in Hawaii. We went and um, we won the drawing. In fact, they both they pulled my card, then they pulled Brenda's card. Today, <laughs> and we were saying this yesterday. Okay, we're going to an Australia Tahiti tourism event where they're giving away things. Now they give away the trip to Tahiti, a free trip to Tahiti on Friday. Lord, thou knowest. But today they had a drawing, Brenda won the drawing today. She was the first name they picked. And I was like, what? Energy. What do you declare? What is the story you tell yourself? Even after this call, I want you to think about, what is the story that I tell myself? Your life will follow that story. Stop right now. Lift up the handle, <laughs> the needle that's playing the song, and uh, or stop the music. If it's not what you want, you actually have the authority to stop. <clears throat> no, this is the story. And in your composition notebook, write down the story that you see in your spirit. Father, what is my story? You know your story in him is good, right? <laughs> Lord, you know your story in him is victory. You know your story in him is you're always a winner. You know your story in him is I've, I've, I've risen from the grave so that you may have abundant life. You know your story in him is victory over any, every evil spirit. You know your, all you got to do is call him and he can send legions of angels. <clears throat> 
you know your story is that you walk in full power and authority. That's that spiritual authority. That's that marketplace authority. When we talk about the seven mountains, Father, this is my business. I need you to bless it. Father, for the building of the kingdom and the winning of souls. Father, I need you to bless it so that I may be freed up to do what you've called me to do. Father, I need you to create a pipeline of wealth, Lord, so I can flow it into the community and have affect change in the community. Father, I need you to create a pipeline of wealth, Father, that I may spread your gospel around the world. Lord, use me, Father, if you need to send somebody. Father, send me, Lord. When you start, when you write that down as your story, 2023 from this point forth will be in a, a creation of your own imagination. Your imaginations will come. They will overtake you. What is that imagination? It has to be positive. Everything that we have in our life to this point has been, has come from our own imagination. Albert Einstein even said, your imagination is a creation, you, you know, a preview of life's coming attractions. Your imagination is a pre preview of life coming. What do you want it to be? If it's not what you want, Stop the music. <laughs> Stop the music. Stop it right now. Right? Stop the music. And this is what I see. And write down, you got to write it down. It's a contract. This is what I see, Lord. This is what I imagine. If you, Rick, I'm so, it's so dark, I can't even see. Go to the Word and read the story that closely resembles what you want mirrored in your life. And it will jump off the pages of the word and the spirit, and it will jump right into your life. And your life will follow your most predominant thought, your most predominant imagination. You create, 2023 will be a creation. So from this day, what is it, the 21st of July, we have how many more months to the end of the year? Write down what you imagine. And so Brendan and I, we go to all these different uh, tourism events. We win every single time. That is not a coincidence. That's a declaration. Do you want to win every single time? Do you want to win, period? You can declare it. It's the truth. That, can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can you declare it? I agree. Can I what get a witness? Go right in. What, what was that? That um, quote or whatever that you were saying in regards to let go of resistance or get in the receptive mode. I can't remember what you said, but I know it was something relative to surrendering. And well, breakthrough. Breakthrough, that's what it was. Yeah, breakthrough. Breakthrough is a is an inside job. Right. Breakthrough is surrender. Man, I tell you, this is the truth. That's how breakthrough it. is surrender to something that God is telling you to do that only you know. And if you don't know, ask Him, Lord, what is it that you are asking me to do? Father, that I must override, and typically that I must override fear. I'm not going to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not my personality. <laughs> Father, what is that thing that I must surrender to you that cannot go to the next level that I must release? Or that obedience, my protection is in my obedience. My progress is in my obedience. Lord, so breakthrough is an inside job of surrender. It's not outside. I'm not waiting for my breakthrough. My breakthrough is something God is showing me that I must do to release the dam that flows from within out. You know, not out. It was in but from within out. Breakthrough is an inside job. There is something that will trigger your breakthrough. <laughs> what is that? Ah, Lord, help us know. We need to know, Father. What is that thing 
that will trigger the inside breakthrough that will flow without in 360-degree direction when we are obedient to that command, that thing that releases the dam. And every single person on this call has it, that thing that releases their breakthrough. Now, let me stop right there. I was going to tell you what happened with myself, but let me stop right there. Anybody, what can you share? This note, there is a point of your spiritual growth to where you understand. That's why it says when you're in elementary mm. school, the faith lean not to your own understanding because your mm. thoughts are not God's thoughts. So don't confuse yourself with trying to figure out what God has been planning for you. But when you start to grow spiritually there, you go from understanding, Rick, to overstanding. You don't just understand it yourself. You understand it well enough to where you can explain it to somebody else, and they understand it, and you oversee what they do. You went from understanding to overstanding. Now, watch this. There's something called inner standing. Holly said it. You said it. We're all saying it. That's when you have a head-on collision with the person that resides in your heart. He told me to remind y'all, I can't stay here with you earthlings. I've got to go home to my father and sit on his right hand. But if you want me to hang out with you and take up permanent residence with you, I'm going to reside inside of you. That's no longer I who lives, but the divine creator who lives inside. Ooh, Rick said, this is going to be an inside job. <laughs> Y'all seen yeah. it on TV before? They said there's no way that they could have got away with that. It's never been done before. We've never seen it before. So it must have been an inside job. I'm going to stop right here, Rick. <laughs> Go ahead, somebody. I'm sure I'm sure all of us heard that we're not here to have a human experience. And, and, and we're here to, to have a spiritual experience in this human form, not the other way around. Right. Amen. What happened with myself, and I can tell you, I had to, and I know this is everybody on this call, I had to release, I had to release my attachment to worldly stuff, worldly goods. He said, Rick, you may not have to, you don't have to lose it. You just have to be willing to lose it. <laughs> you know, you don't have to give up everything. You just have to be willing to give up everything. You know, he said, people look at me like, oh, you know, I'm going to take it, take it. No, you just have to be willing to be released. And your soul and your spirit is released. And so released for me, released from worldly stuff. And the feeling that you have to accumulate because this is what, you know, people need to see or people want to see or people believe in this in our society. But to be released, you know, you don't have to give up everything, Rick. You just have to be willing to give up everything. And then I give you <laughs> to give up. And so, but that was one. The other was what people think, release what people think. You know, a lot of times if this happens to us, we're afraid to go down that path because of what people will think. But what if God is telling you to go down that path? What if he's telling you to go down a particular path? You know, for Brenda and I, we had to go down a path of no finances. <laughs> That's not you. That was us. But to receive finances, Lord, I know that faith is the currency of the believer. And I know that I, I'm not going to be attached to worldly money because it's a facade. I know that you can provide everything and that before my foot hits the ground, it will turn into whatever is needed, whatever is called for. Father, I know that I can walk by faith and not by sight. Lord, I'm not attached to money. Lord, I'm attached to you. And you can provide anything that's needed. You can open any door. And that's what he did. He opened the door because of like, Father, if you don't bless me, 
I won't be blessed. <laughs> you know, if you don't supply this need, I won't be able to. He says, Look, I know what you have need of even before you ask. Just keep walking in faith. Keep walking in obedience. Okay, Father, I can't see, but I'm just going to walk. He says that people do, people say that they believe me as God, but they don't follow me as God. They don't follow. They don't understand that I control everything, that I speak to men and women as they sleep, that everybody does my bidding. They don't believe me like that. They talk like that, but they don't believe me like that. Are you willing to walk it out? The things that I show you, are you willing to walk it out just to see? <laughs> oh, Lord, Jesus, you got to help me. Are you willing to walk it out? Okay, Lord. Okay. I'm going to walk it out full of watching me. Hey, are you kidding me? I am God. <laughs> Do we believe him like that? Anybody? That we're willing you know, is it me? No, that's crazy. Am I just walking out things that uh, that make my eyes skip? Don't you know I got a family in tow, and you're asking me to go down this road? He says, Rick, I got you. He said, I can't trust you if you can't walk in obedience with my wealth, my supernatural wealth. I can't trust you if you look at situations and the facade that the enemy will show you and turn around and go back and it's just a facade that if you keep walking to that wall as your nose gets to the wall and appears i can't trust you if you don't stand on my word on every word i can't trust you if you're paying attention to this world system that will jump and chuck and jive you <laughs> and make you believe this, that, and the other, and you crying every night to something that's just a facade, and I got all power in my hand. I can't trust you. Okay, Lord. Okay. Help thou my unbelief. Go ahead. Do, do, do you all believe that we create our own reality? 2023 will be a creation from your own imagination. The thing that you see, the fear will come upon you. We are speak. We speak. That's why Ben and I are successful. We're speaking our existence in His precious, mighty name. We write down the vision and make it plain, <laughs> and we declare mm -hmm. it. We write the vision and make it plain. We understand that 2023 is a creation from our own imagination. What you have right now, you imagine. What we have, we go into this thing today, we imagined yesterday that we were going to win. The first name they call, Brenda Reese. Oh, what a win! when God comes her. through, huh? Does she get to take you with her? <laughs> well, what she got is, is hers, but I'm mine too. <laughs> Okay. No, this, she didn't win the trip to, this was, she won a, a prize that they gave today. The drawing for Tahiti for two is, is the drawing is Friday. That's Friday. What's today? Today's Monday? So Monday. that drawing is Friday. But she won a prize that they gave for the people who were at the thing today. And oh, that's yeah. what we prayed yesterday. That's what we declared in his name yesterday. And so, but yes, to answer your question. I do believe that. I believe that what people have right now is a creation from their own imagination. Me too. I believe that. And they can change it right now in Jesus' name. I believe there's no assertion. There's only attraction. If you're trying to chase people down in business, you know, you're going to get worn out. <laughs> and everybody's going to run from you. But what can you do to attract people to your business what can you father and you ask them the lord father you know what can i do to attract people since there's no assertion there's only attraction what can i do to inspire people to my business when people see me what do they think about do they think about this person in business do they love more do they travel more do they save more you know 
Do they, are they happy and at peace when they see me? I'm telling you, this is the truth. You can speak that into existence in his name and people will see what you see. They will see what you declare. This is marketplace ministry. Marketplace ministry is being aware of the spiritual nature of what we're doing. Because it's a spiritual door that you're seeking, not a natural door. You'll never find it. In a natural door, you'll go to a level, and that's as far as you can go. And the Lord says the next step is a spiritual door, that you come through me. <laughs> now, people can go through Satan. Of course, there's a price to pay, just like with Christ, there's a price to pay. But that next, that spiritual door is a spiritual door that you are intentionally seeking access to go to that level. And that is the door that triggers supernatural wealth that you're not crazy for, you're not fighting for, you're not spending your life for. It comes to you. It's given. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden secret riches hidden in secret places. Is that possible? You better believe it. That's the word. I will give you hidden treasures, treasures, riches stored in secret places. Isaiah 45, 3. You can declare that every day. Father, you said you would give me, right? You can declare the prayer of Jabez. Oh, that you would bless me, Lord, and enlarge my territory, Father, and let your hand be with us and keep us from harm that we may be free from pain. What did God do for Jabez? He, he granted his request. What requests are you being, are you making known unto God? Your imagination, your imagination. What do you imagine? What is the story you're telling about yourself? Rick, I'm always going through something. <clears throat> Nick, write down what you want to see. It will turn on, they say. Even tonight, if you write down what you want to see, everything will begin to align. <laughs> see, this is marketplace ministry. Marketplace ministry is having a plan. Marketplace ministry is walking in purpose on purpose. Marketplace ministry is to saying, okay, Father, you've shown me the future, and I've written it down. <laughs> and marketplace ministry is everything aligning, everybody coming to your assistance to make it happen, your path being paved. That's what we're talking about here. In the world system, you're fighting, you're clawing, you're living in a world of lack. God is in a world of abundance. Father, everything is abundance. You look at nature. It's abundance. And when you start moving into that place, that's why I say, though, go to the Begin Here tab, betterworldchangers.com. And it's not even that pain. Write down what you want. Write down what you see. It's July 31st. So beginning tomorrow, beginning tonight, you know, the spirit of God going before you and opening doors that you don't even know. People he's sitting in your way based on the contract that you've written down and the command. He said, command me my hand. Are you commanding his hand? When you do things, one of the greatest lessons the Lord has been teaching me is that, Rick, when you speak, you know, my spirit goes before you. Be careful what you speak. Last night we spoke. Oh, we went all the time. <laughs> We're going through the things. Like even before they them doing the drawing, <clears throat> we went. Brenda Reese. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> when God, when God interacts, you know, in purpose on purpose. When God interacts in our, He's doing it all the time. What do you want God to do for you? I stopped right there. Anyway, what do you want him? Is this I want him to show me, show me the miracles. I wake up and say, look, God, I'm looking for the miracles because I know there's mm. no order to difficulties in miracles. I wake up with that mm. in my mind. I leave, leave, 
I leave the regret, the grievances, the retaliation, all that. And I say, look, for the miracles that the king, that the Messiah who sits at your right hand Ooh. is going to show me today. Come on now. Because I know for sure that there's no ordinance of difficulty in miracles. Hallelujah. It's true. Anybody else? What do you want to see? Even if you don't express it on this call, after this call, get your composition notebook and write it out in detail what you want to see. That's all Brenda and I are doing. Do you know when I actually did that, this ministry downloaded. And of course, I told you, you said, Rick, money is nothing. Faith is my currency. I can supply whatever it is you need. Don't think so small, <laughs> okay? I can supply whatever. And like you were saying, country boy, going on blind assignments, are you willing to be prepared even now for blind assignments that the Lord will send you on? Are you willing to go through that preparation? Father, whatever that preparation is, you strengthen me, I'll go. Don't be so hard. I'm going to go, Lord, I won't put more on you than you can bear. Okay, 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 okay. Lord, I'll go. What is the blind assignment? Rick, I'm not going to tell you. Just walk. Walk in faith. See, that's what I'm walking boldly. Go right ahead. Got one more. It's, um, so I can relate to so many words that you download in the master way back when you and Brenda first started saying, God will download wisdom at your speedy request. I'm thinking, man, I always got questions. It's a country world. Will you put your hand down and let somebody else have ask some questions? So when I get through praying in the morning, and I know how to pray without ceasing because I don't sleep very much. I was just laughing with Diana earlier. The name of her business, we named it years ago. It's called Dream Express. God can get you there in a hurry. One of my favorite words in the Bible is suddenly. Yeah, suddenly. (laughs) You know, but what happens in the process, I do understand that since I operate off with several different mountains, even though I have a plan, it's been written down, it's been in my phone, it's little, little stickers in the bathroom and on the refrigerator every single day that I get up, whatever I planned, it immediately changes which means it shifts me back into my spiritual realm because it's not my plan. It's God's plan. We all have a plan, but is it your plan that's not working out? Or is it God's plan that's never working out? When's the last time God lied to you? So what happens in the process, I feel a sense of humor in there. Since I don't dream, just since I don't sleep very much, I hardly ever dream. I'm a visionarian. So when I get ready to leave every day, I'm walking around with great anticipation on how many people I'm going to bless today with my eyes wide open. Y'all get that later. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Without being distracted, the religious people says I should be blessed in my going and coming. And I learned it from you, Brenda Rick, that when y'all get ready to go somewhere, your arm is extremely dangerous. Sword already drawn and knows how to cut right through BS. But on divine assignment that you're going to bless who you need to bless while you're out doing what God has ordained you to do today. So when I say I don't dream very much when I'm a visionarian, this really exciting for me today when I sing Indiaris on this beautiful day. I can't wait to see how many people are going to get blessed today because of my obedience. Thank you, Rick. The money comes to that, what you're saying. Not us to the money. The money comes walking in what you're saying and at whatever level that we can believe for. But the money comes to that. And if we can get into the place that you're talking about, you know, not chasing the money, but chasing the vision, the purpose, the obedience, you know, to be trusted to go to that next level of wealth and passing the test and being willing to repeat the test and surrendering and letting the spirit guide our steps and let the spirit give us information. Like you said, wisdom coming at the speed of your questions and asking questions 
and writing it down and paying attention as we close here, we're, we're over, as we and paying attention to the doors that open and to the doors that close and to his divine timing for paying attention. Lord, is this door closed because you closed it? Or should I knock it down? <laughs> yes, let him. Or is this door open? You opened it? Okay, I'll go through it. And he'll let you know. He's not gonna he's not gonna lead you astray. You know, he's not gonna take you through an open door if you're not supposed to go through the open door. You know, but then you gotta pray, say, Father, okay, what's going on here? Door closed, okay, what's going on? But the divine timing of it all, it's that like you were saying, Ram, it's that communication, it's that relationship. And so as I close this call, what I ask is that if it's not going the way you want it to, what do you want? Write that down in detail and watch what begins to happen. Write any declarations that you want to add to that. Write that also down in detail. Lord, I just declare. And watch what happens, your imagination. 2023 will be a creation from your own imagination. And if you can imagine what you want, watch what God does. Our Heavenly Father, he's so there willing to just shower us with nothings and to show us as we ask and to exceed any expectation. He's right there. And so after this call, just take a moment, even if it's just a word, but I would say pull out your composition notebook and, and let it flow. What you see Brenda and I doing, it's a declaration. Those declarations I, I read earlier, that's what has begun to happen. I read that. That's what has become my that is my life. That becomes your life. Where are the declarations that become your life? If you can write that down. You're creating, like you're saying, Robert, you're creating your life. What do you want? I mean, God has given us a clean slate, you know, a canvas. You know, you're a masterpiece of his creation. What do you write? What do you paint? It is, it is totally wide open. And when you paint it, read it every day, look at it every day, pray on it every day, meditate on it in your spirit, and watch the people that will come to assist you. You're trying to do it by yourself. Watch the people that are assigned to you. And, and I'm going to close on this. The people will come to your vision to help you. God has something that you are to give to them when they come. They're not just coming. It may be a word. It may be a spiritual thing. It may be a natural thing. Ask the Lord, Father, when you send them, quicken my spirit. When am I to give them? What do I have? What value do I have to give them? The easiest thing for me, he gave me the marketplace ministry to give in exchange for whatever they have for me. He has something of a spiritual nature that he has blessed you with, that you have for someone. And see, and that's where it's going to take overriding fear to share it, whatever it is. But like we were saying, breakthrough is an inside job. When you overcome that thing, watch what happens. That is the breakthrough. That is the value that you have. That's the service that you have to the world. And in return comes peace. In return comes riches. In return comes all the things that you see. Wow. So, Brenda had to jump on another call. Would anyone like to close us in prayer? I just want to say thank you to all my super fair and that I love you so, so very much. And stay on the good foot. Stay on the good foot. <laughs> Anybody? It doesn't have to be a long prayer, just a nice short little prayer. Heavenly Father, this is Keisha, by the way. Oh, hi, Keisha. Hi. I I really enjoy you guys. I mean, you guys really um you just I don't know, you lighten my spirit. You just feed me so much. Sometimes I'm so hungry for the word of God and you guys just fill me up. So I want to thank you. But um, 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us all here together, Lord. We thank you for every word that was spoken, Lord. We thank you that uh, it inspired us to go forth and, and do what we have to do to follow your word, Lord. Teach us to uh, be more obedient, Lord. Open our eyes so we can see what you want us to see and we can be what you want us to be. Um, in your blessed name we pray. Amen. Amen. Keisha, so yes. be it. your words, your voice opens doors. Speak it. Your voice is empowered. Your words are spiritual. Your voice the vibration of your voice moves things in the natural. <laughs> I received that. Okay. Speak it. I'm not just so saying below. that. You walk in authority. <laughs> I, I believe that Amen. and I receive that. Thank you. Amen. God bless everybody. So we'll see you. Good night. Thank you. Good night, everybody.